are always going to be open to talk. And if we press them at a time when they are not ready to have those conversations, it's not going to go well and often it will escalate into conflict. So when your teen comes home from school and you say, hi, honey, how are you? And they say, fine. You can't want two things. And I've said this in many of my videos. You want to acknowledge and validate. You can't acknowledge and validate too much. Welcome to the Empowered Parent Podcast with Renee. Being a teenager is hard. Being a parent of a teenager can be even harder. Each episode, we deliver tips, tools, tricks, and stories to help you feel empowered, confident, and energized as the parent of a teenager. Teenagers want to be happy. Sometimes they just need a little help along the way. Now, here's your host, Renee Sinning. Renee is a certified life, leadership, and success coach for teenagers and their parents. She's also a mom of three young adults and an experienced high school educator of 18 years. Renee is well-versed in everything teen. Now, without any further ado, here's Renee. Hi, parents. It's Renee Sinning, teen life coach and parent partner. Welcome to another episode of the Empowered Parent Podcast. In this episode, I'm going to talk about why I felt last week like a teenager, and it's really good food for thought. So last week, I was at a two-day workshop for teen coaches, and it was amazing, but it was long. So it was a Tuesday and a Wednesday, and each day it was from 4 p.m. until after 10 p.m., so eight-ish hours each day. Now, this was a group of people that I love to be around, that I admire. It was amazing energy. It was something that I chose to do to level up my teen coaching business. So I wanted it to be there, right? It was great content. Everything about it was good. But by the end of the second day, I was thoroughly exhausted. Like I was done. In fact, I laughed the workshop, the last 30 minutes. Like I just couldn't absorb anymore. I was done. And again, this was good stuff, stuff that I love and I wanted to do and wanted to be there. And the reason that I say I felt a little bit like a teenager last week is because it was a big reminder to me and to you what teenagers go through on a daily basis. So if you think about it, teenagers are at school every day for at least eight hours, or seven to eight. If they do extracurriculars, they're there even longer. So some kids, when my girls were competitive swimmers, they were at school at 7.30 in the morning and they got home at like 8.30 at night because they went from school to practice to swim. And so maybe there's a little gap in there, but they were out of the house for a solid 12 hours. And so we want to remember that when kids come home at the end of the day, there might be a reason why they are the way they are. So for a lot of parents, things like eye rolls, attitude, um, one word answers, wanting to go to your room, it is a big trigger. And parents sometimes get really upset about it, right? So let's think, though, about what happened during those eight hours. So when your teenager is at school for eight hours a day, number one, they're expected to go to how many ever classes they have. Usually it's seven or eight periods a day. They're expected to be on. They have just a few minutes in between classes to go from class to class. They're expected to be organized. They're learning and absorbing information. They might be testing. They might be quizzing, taking notes. But it's class after class after class after class, right, for a solid seven to eight hours a day. So that in itself can be draining. 
Okay. And especially if you're a kid for whom school is hard. So I have three kids, girl, boy, girl. My son has ADHD and Asperger's. School was not good for him. Being in that type of school environment was not good for him. It was not good in any way, not academically, not socially. So that's just the academic piece. So even if your kid is a big learner and involved in no extracurriculars and they love being in school, still when they come in at the end of the day, they've been on for eight solid hours. Now, if you take everything else that's going on in a teen's life throughout that day that could be happening, maybe somebody says something to them about something they're wearing or makes fun of them. Maybe they hear someone whispering about them. Maybe they feel left out or they see something on social media that makes them feel not good about themselves. Maybe they just see some of their classmates that are like, you know, the popular kids and that makes them feel less than who they are or inadequate. Most teens aren't talking about this stuff. So what's happening is anything that's coming at them throughout this day, these seven or eight plus hours, much of that is being internalized. They're not talking about it with their friends. They're not telling their friends that they feel inadequate or, I mean, they might a little bit. So, but you know what I'm saying? They're going to internalize a lot of these things that are coming at them that they don't know how to process. And so you take academics, you take social, then you take social media And even if a kid has a good day, that's still a lot. A lot of teenagers really struggle with their self-esteem issues and their confidence issues. So it doesn't take much throughout the course of a day to really throw them for a loop. So then what happens is the day school day is over, they come home, you're the parent, you might say something like, hey, honey, how was your day? And because we genuinely want to know how their day was, and instead of them sharing, you might get an eye roll or a grunt or a one word, fine, fine, it's fine. Or they just go to their room and they shut their door and they don't want to talk. And some parents get very hurt by this and they take it very personally. But what I want you to think about is this eight hour day. So if they come home with an attitude or an eye roll or they want to be by themselves, they haven't been with you all day. So nine times out of 10, it has nothing to do with you. And so the best thing that you can do as a parent in that situation, well, number one, try really hard not to take it personally. It's not about you. Number two, give them their space. Teenagers need space. They need that time to decompress. And if your teen is an empath, which I am and did not know until into my 40s. An empath is someone who absorbs the energies of others. So that workshop that I was talking about, I'm an empath. So even though that was good energy, I was still just absorbing all this stuff for two days, for eight hours each day. It took me two days to decompress, right? I think I did a Facebook Live on this like two days later on, I think on Friday and that ended Wednesday. I was still decompressing because I am an empath, because I absorb the energies of other people. And if your child is an empath, because I didn't know that I was in teenage in, in my teenage years and until I read that book, when I read that, I was like, oh my gosh, it was actually a book about empaths. And I was like, this literally explains my entire life. So if this is your child and if they observe, absorb, sorry, absorb the energies of others, you know how teens are, right? Teens are hormonal. The energy coming off of them and reverberating from their bodies is not always positive, right? Teens carry a lot of baggage. And so if your child is absorbing that, it makes sense that when they come home, they want to decompress. And so 
it's just something to think about when we want we want to give teenagers space right because they have a lot going on and they're not uh, always going to be open to talk and if we press them at a time when they are not ready to have those conversations it's not going to go well and often it will escalate into conflict so when your teen comes home from school and you say hi honey how are you and they say fine you can want two things and i've said this in many of my videos you want to acknowledge and validate you can't acknowledge and validate too much I can see that you probably don't want to talk right now. I understand it's probably been a long day. You're acknowledging that you see what's going on and you're validating that you understand what's going on in their life. How about we catch up later? And they'll probably grunt something like, fine, fine. But it's better than pushing them now. And so even though you want to see them and you remember the days when they came home and they were young and they were excited and you squeezed them and they told you all about your day. That's just not uh, the way it works in teen world. It just doesn't. Th that will come back around parents in their 20s, but it's just generally not the way it works for many kids. Some kids do. Some kids will come home and tell you everything. But if that's not your child, remember why. Remember that it's not about you. Give them space and approach them later when they've had that time to decompress. And that can go a long way, really, in not only helping you understand, but helping you feel better about yourself. If that's the case, find something to do that you enjoy to do, right? Your life doesn't have to be all about them. Don't lose yourself in raising teenagers. Teenagers are, they're going to leave in a few years. We get them until they're 18. So when they get into that 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, they're preparing to leave the nest. You don't want to be stuck behind when they leave the nest, not like having lost yourself. So one thing that I always suggest is try to find at least 15 minutes a day doing something for yourself, for you as a person, not as a husband, not as a wife, not as a parent, not as whatever your job is. Find 15 minutes a day to do something just for you. Read a book, take a walk, take a bath. It doesn't matter but it's about you. We've got to find the joy in ourselves because when we're the best version of ourselves, we can be the best parent to our kids. And so, yeah, so that's why I felt like a teenager last week because those two days, that's two days of eight hours a day. Kids are in school five days, seven to eight plus hours a day. So it makes sense that when they come home, they're not gonna be chatty Cathy's. And so I just wanted to share that, a little bit of food for thought. My name is Renee Sinning, again, teen life coach and parent partner. I have a Facebook group called the Empowered Parent um, Facebook or the Powered Teen Parent Community. You'll, you can find it in links in the comments. Love to have you join me over there. It's free. And um, I also have a free training in there. And yeah, if you are struggling with your teen, feels free to reach out. Coaching is a powerful modality. And I work with teens and parents. So that's it. I will see you next time. Thanks for joining us this week on the Empowered Parent Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Be sure to head over to reneesinning.com to pick up some parenting freebies. And remember, teenagers want to be happy. Sometimes they just need a little help along the way.